This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WNBF. An urgent project to secure the upper portion of a historic Binghamton structure after the partial collapse of a parapet wall may take weeks to complete. Several bricks fell from the roof area of the five-story structure at 23 Henry Street last Thursday. No injuries were reported when the bricks landed on a sidewalk and along State Street near the entrance to Burger Monday's restaurant. A section of State Street and the sidewalk on the west and south sides of the building have been closed by city officials because of safety concerns. The top four floors of the structure are filled with student apartments, although some of the units are unoccupied. Tim Moran of Foundation Housing, the Syracuse area rental company that operates the property, said the building owners have been working with city officials to coordinate the project. A wall has been erected around the work site and protective scaffolding also has been put into place over the restaurant entrances. The dining area and bar at Burger Mondays have been closed since the bricks fell. The business has been providing takeout service for customers who call in their order. Owner Matthew Jones hopes the business will soon be able to reopen for regular operations. Moran said repair work on the building initially will focus on the State Street side. He said an 80-foot boom lift is expected to arrive at the site today. Moran said he hopes the job can be completed by the end of March. He said the work schedule could be affected by the weather. A Binghamton businessman's dream of building an office and apartment complex downtown is over. Mark Yanati had given up on a, developing a project on the southeast corner of Court and State Street. Yanati originally planned a multi-story structure where the O'Neill and Ross buildings once stood. The site has been vacant for nearly 15 years. In December 2021, Yanati told city officials that he expected Vision's Federal Credit Union would be an anchor tenant in a scaled-down project. Things didn't turn out that way, Yanati had hoped. Speaking on WMBF Radio Tuesday, he said it's a bit of a heartbreaker for me. He said he considers the spot to be the best and busiest intersection in downtown Binghamton. Yanati said Visions reevaluated its business operations in the aftermath of the pandemic, and they decided it wasn't in their best interest to occupy the planned building. When Yanati acquired the property from the city for $75,000, the agreement called for the project to be substantially complete by the end of this year. With the clock ticking, Yanati said it didn't seem possible to make this happen without a committed anchor tenant. In Broome County Court, Vance Murray, aged 24, Binghamton, was sentenced to two years in New York State Prison, followed by two years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Murray admitted that on March 26th in the village of Endicott, he illegally possessed a loaded 9mm pistol. Endicott police officers conducted a stop of a motor vehicle in which Murray was a passenger for a traffic violation in the area of Vestal Avenue and East Main Street in the village of Endicott. One of the occupants of the vehicle had an active warrant and was taken into custody. Murray was found to be in possession of a 9mm handgun in his backpack. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said our local law enforcement is doing an outstanding job taking illegal guns off our streets. Though Defendant Murray had no prior felony convictions, criminals should be on notice that if you possess an illegal gun in Broome County, you will go to prison. On February 12th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies conducted a routine traffic stop on Old Front Street in the town of Dickinson that led to the arrest of John Turner, a 45-year-old man from the town of Dickinson, on multiple drug possession and other charges. After being stopped for an expired vehicle inspection, Turner fled from Sheriff's deputies on foot toward a parking lot storm drain where he allegedly attempted to dispose of a large amount of methamphetamine crystals. Deputies successfully subdued Turner and recovered 11.3 grams of methamphetamine in a ripped plastic clear bag on his person. Deputies believe Turner had also attempted to consume a large portion of the narcotics he was carrying and contacted emergency medical services for a medical evaluation. 
Turner was then transported to Binghamton General Hospital for further evaluation, and a Broome County Sheriff's Office deputy rode with him in the ambulance. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, John Turner was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fifth degree, tampering with physical evidence, and obstructing governmental administration in the second degree. McDonald was also issued traffic tickets for an expired vehicle inspection and unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Upon discharge from Binghamton General Hospital, Turner was processed and issued an appearance ticket to answer for his charges in the town of Dickinson Court. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear Wednesday in Erie County Court, where he pleaded guilty in November to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The terrorism charge carries an automatic life sentence. Relatives of several victims are expected to speak during the hearing. Gendron shot 13 people and three survived the May 14th attack specifically seeking out black shoppers and workers. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the U.S. Justice Department chooses to seek it. Thousands of New York State employees will be eligible for 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave starting Tuesday under a new policy from Governor Kathy Hochul's administration. The policy covers more than 10,000 non-unionized state employees, including managers and administrative support workers. It covers parents of adopted and foster children as well. Administration officials said they will work to expand the policy to cover more than 170,000 unionized state employees through collective bargaining. The Hochul administration called the paid parental leave initiative nation-leading among the patchwork of federal, state, and local leave policies. Rare and in some cases never-before-publicly-seen video of the 1986 dive through the wreckage of the Titanic is being released by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The more than 80 minutes of footage on the institution's YouTube channel today chronicles some of the remarkable achievements of the dive led by Robert Ballard. The expedition marked the first time human eyes had seen the giant ocean liner since it struck an iceberg and sank in the frigid North Atlantic on its maiden voyage from Southampton, England to New York City in April 1912. About 1,500 people died. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely, mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the Southern Tier money at Galt Toyota. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. <laughs> You're going to be a wonderful mom. And I can't wait to be a grandpa. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. I struggled to connect with almost everyone and preferred being alone. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. In fact, I called Jim first with the news about my granddaughter, Lizzie. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, let's get together and celebrate. Well, as long as you're not grilling. My pride was my 
armor, but I didn't know it then. I couldn't put it in the words. I was sad, was scared, I felt alone. I didn't know how to reach out, so I hid behind anger and silence. But then I decided to listen to Jim, and I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Do you have this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6.13 on WNBF. Good morning to the people of the Binghamton area on this Wednesday, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. So now we don't have to do anything, go out to dinner, get candies and chocolates and roses and all that. Back to normally scheduled life. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out. And if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call. Let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees outside, a few clouds. Wind chill has it at 39. A warm morning. Today, a slight chance of showers before 7 a.m. Cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, showers, a low near 43 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 40% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, a 20% chance of snow. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. Don't miss... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tim Stutzel and Drake Batherson each scored in the shootout, and the Ottawa Senators defeated the New York Islanders 3-2. Stutzel and Brady Tachuk each recorded a goal and an assist in regulation. Kevin Mandelis finished with 46 saves to win his NHL debut. The Senators won their second straight. Ryan Pulag and Brock Nelson scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin made 32 saves. The New York Knicks are back in action tonight at 7.30 when they visit the Atlanta Hawks. After Jalen Brunson scored 40 points in the Knicks' 124-106 victory against the Brooklyn Nets, Jalen Brunson's been playing very well for the Knicks since being snubbed for the All-Star game. Kind of reminiscent of a young Steph Curry. You remember the year that Steph Curry really became Steph Curry. He was not selected for the All-Star game that year. I believe he was averaging 19 or 20 points per game. And then all of a sudden, after the All-Star game, it turned into 30 points per game and one of the best three-point shooters of all time. I wouldn't mind seeing that happen to Jalen Brunson, too. The Knicks 32-27 and 27 so far this year. They're 7th in the Eastern Conference. The Hawks right behind them, 8th in the Eastern Conference at 29-29. and 29. So some playoff implications for this game. Both teams trying to move up in the standings to avoid the play-in tournament as the NBA playoffs start to come over the horizon, kind of see it in the distance. A late March, early April. Some local sports teams in action tonight. The Binghamton men's basketball team hosts NJIT tonight at 7 o'clock. 
If you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF 1290 AM 92.1 FM with pregame starting at 645 with Roger Neal. And the Binghamton women's team is on the road against NJIT tonight at 7. Pre-game starting on KISS 1041 at 645. Some baseball news. Spring training games might be a little ugly this year, particularly during the first few weeks of the schedule. For Major League Baseball, that's a future, not a bug. The Grapefruit and Cactus League games in Florida and Arizona will be used as a petri dish for many of the sport's new rule changes, including a pitch clock, bigger bases, and limits to infield shifts. The idea is that the worst kinks will be worked out before the regular season starts in late March, though there's multiple rule changes, one stands above the rest. MLB's Morgan Swart calls the pitch clock probably the biggest change that's been made to baseball in most of our lifetimes. It's like probably the last biggest change was when they lowered the mound because Bob Gibson had a sub-2 ERA one year, or a sub-1 ERA, who was just too good one year, so they said, okay, we got to change the rules. we got to lower the mound, make it easier for hitters. This is much along the same veins, although it's not to give one side an advantage over the other. It's just kind of keep the game moving. They have it in minor league baseball. If you've been to a Binghamton Rumble Ponies game, they do move pretty quick. They move quickly. They've been doing it in the minor leagues for a while, so you'll see a lot of young pitchers will be perfectly accustomed to the pitch clock already. It's going to be guys like Max Scherzer and, and Hugh Darvish from San Diego especially, a guy who takes a lot of time to throw the ball. Corbin Burns, former NL Cy Young Award winner, also one of those guys who takes the longest in the league to actually throw the ball. So I think early season, you're going to see a lot of arguments between pitchers and umpires regarding the pitch clock. And heading into a season with a record payroll projected at $370 million, the New York Mets realized the expectations. Justin Verlander, the AL Cy Young Award winner, signed to an $86.7 million two-year contract. He threw his first bullpen session for the Mets. New York had won 101 games last year, second most in franchise history, but was unable to hold off Atlanta in the NL East after sitting atop the division for all but six days. The Mets were eliminated by San Diego in a three-game wildcard series. That was a great series. Joe Musgrove on that Sunday, throwing maybe the best game he's ever thrown, including the no-hitter he threw. Obviously, the playoff implications give it a little bit of an extra edge. 622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Inflation appears to be losing steam. The Labor Department says January's consumer prices were 6.4% higher than a year ago. That's down slightly from the month before, and the seventh straight month inflation has eased. The release of the CPI did little to comfort investors. They sent the Dow Jones lower by 156 points on Tuesday to close just above 34,000. The Nasdaq Composite gained a little over half a percent. The S&P 500 was unchanged on the day. Tuesday morning is planning to close more than half of its 487 stores in 40 states, filing for bankruptcy protection for the second time since the onset of the pandemic. The home goods retailer secured $51 million in financing from Invictus Global Management to fund itself through bankruptcy. It plans to close unprofitable stores and cut costs. Pharrell Williams has a new job title. Louis Vuitton has tapped the musician and record producer as its next men's creative director. Jim Ryan, ABC News. You're on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
As a practicing trauma neurosurgeon, I'm not performing a lot of elective operations. Most of my cases are tumors or trauma, meaning they have to be done, they're urgent. But a lot of people have a choice as to whether or not they go under the knife. In fact, a writer who's reporting I read a lot, Judy Graham of Kaiser Health News, recently wrote a story about what older Americans in particular need to know before undergoing a major operation. She interviewed a handful of experts who recommended asking these questions before making a decision. What's the goal of this operation? If things go well, what can I expect? If things don't go well, what can I expect? Given my health and age and functional status, what's the most likely outcome? What are the alternatives? What can I do to prepare myself? What will recovery look like? If you can get answers to those questions, you'll probably know what best to do. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. 800-200-0894. 628 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out, and if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call. Let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time today. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees, few clouds out there. Windchill has that 39 degrees. Today a slight chance of showers before 7 a.m., cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m., Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, 32 mile per hour wind gusts, a 40% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 20% chance of snow. 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. Does your... on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
ABC Entertainment News. Just in time for Valentine's Day week, Cara Delevingne wants to take you on an intimate journey with her new docuseries, Planet Sex. So let's talk about it. She tells me she explores a lot of subjects, from sexuality to gender roles to monogamy and more, and thinks there's something for everyone to identify with. I want people to see me explore these things and realize that like it's okay not to know and just to, to explore constantly and to know that like community support and connection are the most important things. And the more we can communicate the way we feel, the less we are likely to struggle alone. All six episodes of Planet Sex are out now on Hulu. Out today, that much talked about Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Christopher, we need to leave. Winnie the Pooh, now. Blood and Honey, has already made a million dollars worldwide. Snoop Dogg has put the Death Row Records catalog on TikTok after pulling it from streaming services last year. And Glee actress and singer Amber Riley is 37 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WMBF. An urgent project to secure the upper portion of a historic Binghamton structure after the partial collapse of a parapet wall may take weeks to complete. Several bricks fell from the roof area of the five-story structure at 23 Henry Street last Thursday. No injuries were reported when the bricks landed on a sidewalk and along State Street near the entrance to Burger Monday's restaurant. A section of State Street and the sidewalk on the west and south sides of the building have been closed by city officials because of safety concerns. The top four floors of the structure are filled with student apartments, although some of the units are unoccupied. Tim Moran of Foundation Housing, the Syracuse area rental company that operates the property, said the building owners have been working with city officials to coordinate the project. A wall has been erected around the worksite and protective scaffolding also has been put into place over the restaurant entrances. The dining area and bar at Burger Mondays have been closed since the bricks fell. The business has been providing takeout service for customers who call in their order. Owner Matthew Jones hopes the business will soon be able to reopen for regular operations. Moran said repair work on the building initially will focus on the State Street side. He said an 80-foot boom lift is expected to arrive at the site today. Moran said he hopes the job can be completed by the end of March. He said the work schedule could be affected by the weather. A Binghamton businessman's dream of building an office and apartment complex downtown is over. Mark Yanadi had given up on a, developing a project on the southeast corner of Court and State Street. Yanadi originally planned a multi-story structure where the O'Neill and Ross buildings once stood. The site has been vacant for nearly 15 years. In December 2021, Yanadi told city officials that he expected Vision's Federal Credit Union would be an anchor tenant in a scaled-down project. Things didn't turn out that way Yanadi had hoped. Speaking on WMBF Radio Tuesday, he said it's a bit of a heartbreaker for me. He said he considers the spot to be the best and busiest intersection in downtown Binghamton. United said Visions reevaluated its business operations in the aftermath of the pandemic, and they decided it wasn't in their best interest to occupy the planned building. When Ianati acquired the property from the city for $75,000, the agreement called for the project to be substantially complete by the end of this year. With the clock ticking, Ianati said it didn't seem possible to make this happen without a committed anchor tenant. In Broome County Court, Vance Murray, age 24 of Binghamton, was sentenced to two years in New York State Prison, followed by two years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Murray admitted that on March 26th in the village of Endicott, he illegally possessed a loaded 9mm pistol. Endicott police officers conducted a stop of a motor vehicle in which Murray was a passenger for a traffic violation in the area of Vestal Avenue and East Main Street in the village of Endicott. One of the occupants of the vehicle had an active warrant and was taken into custody. Murray was found to be in possession of a 9mm handgun in his backpack. 
Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said our local law enforcement is doing an outstanding job taking illegal guns off our streets. Though Defendant Murray had no prior felony convictions, criminals should be on notice that if you possess an illegal gun in Broome County, you will go to prison. On February 12th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies conducted a routine traffic stop on Old Front Street in the town of Dickinson that led to the arrest of John Turner, a 45-year-old man from the town of Dickinson, on multiple drug possession and other charges. After being stopped for an expired vehicle inspection, Turner fled from sheriff's deputies on foot toward a parking lot storm drain where he allegedly attempted to dispose of a large amount of methamphetamine crystals. Deputies successfully subdued Turner and recovered 11.3 grams of methamphetamine in a ripped plastic clear bag on his person. Deputies believe Turner had also attempted to consume a large portion of the narcotics he was carrying and contacted emergency medical services for a medical evaluation. Turner was then transported to Binghamton General Hospital for further evaluation, and a Broome County Sheriff's Office deputy rode with him in the ambulance. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, John Turner was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fifth degree, tampering with physical evidence, and obstructing governmental administration in the second degree. McDonald was also issued traffic tickets for an expired vehicle inspection and unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Upon discharge from Binghamton General Hospital, Turner was processed and issued an appearance ticket to answer for his charges in the town of Dickinson Court. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear Wednesday in Erie County Court, where he pleaded guilty in November to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The terrorism charge carries an automatic life sentence. Relatives of several victims are expected to speak during the hearing. Gendron shot 13 people and three survived the May 14th attack specifically seeking out black shoppers and workers. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the U.S. Justice Department chooses to seek it. Thousands of New York State employees will be eligible for 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave starting Tuesday under a new policy from Governor Kathy Hochul's administration. The policy covers more than 10,000 non-unionized state employees, including managers and administrative support workers. It covers parents of adopted and foster children as well. Administration officials said they will work to expand the policy to cover more than 170,000 unionized state employees through collective bargaining. The Hochul administration called the Paid Parental Leave Initiative nation-leading among the patchwork of federal, state, and local leave policies. Rare and in some cases never before publicly seen video of the 1986 dive through the wreckage of the Titanic is being released by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The more than 80 minutes of footage on the institution's YouTube channel today chronicles some of the remarkable achievements of the dive led by Robert Ballard. The expedition marked the first time human eyes had seen the giant ocean liner since it struck an iceberg and sank in the frigid North Atlantic on its maiden voyage from Southampton, England to New York City in April 1912. About 1,500 people died. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com. And 92.1 FM. How far will it's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends? 
started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Six forty-three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. That's my favorite week of the year. Do you want to know why? It has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. This is the week that pitchers and catchers report to spring training. Already had some people reporting on Monday, players who are going to be in the World Baseball Classic, which I could not be more excited for. I mean, the Dominican Republic roster this year is maybe the greatest baseball team that's ever been assembled. I'd say the worst player on their roster is probably Gary Sanchez. And Gary Sanchez is a multiple-time All-Star. Uh, sure, he hasn't been that over the last couple of years. I mean, if that's the worst player you're throwing out there, you're in a pretty good spot. I'm really excited for that. But otherwise, regular pitchers and catchers reporting. People who aren't playing in the World Baseball Classic, they're reporting this week. We'll finally get some more videos of the crack of the bat, the pop of the glove. There's nothing like that in the middle of February. That is everything. We're going to have some new rules this year in baseball, too, and I think I'm excited about them. A lot of them are rules that we've seen with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies over the past couple seasons. The pitch clock, the biggest one out of them all. I'm sure are the older pitchers. Guys like Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Madison Bumgarner, those are the guys who are going to really struggle with the pitch clock. And you, Darvish, especially. I think you, Darvish, from the San Diego Padres, is actually the slowest pitcher in all of Major League Baseball. So something to keep an eye on. The older guys getting mad at umpires for pitch clock violations. They want to go at their own pace like they've been doing for almost 20 years, probably. Uh, well, longer than that, if you include their minor league and travel ball careers, they can pitch as long as they want. Not this year. And it is going to make the games move faster. I think minor league baseball games are, on average, 26 minutes shorter than a major league baseball game with the new pitch clock rules and keeping everything moving. Now, larger bases will be interesting. And the other big one, the limits on the defensive shift. So now you can't have four infielders on one side of the infield. You need to have two infielders on both sides of second base, and both feet have to be planted on the dirt when the pitcher starts their windup. So I think you're going to see a lot more contact in baseball this year, a lot more singles getting punched through the infield. Or maybe an easier time stealing bases with the larger bases. Now, whenever you see a stolen base, it is a bang-bang play most of the time. Well, the difference is a fraction of a second. So I think the larger base is going to make that interesting. Maybe some more stolen bases, getting back to some classic baseball. 646, you're listening to WMBF. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 
649 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of troubles on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out. And if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call. Let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees, a few clouds out there. Windchill has it at 39. Going to be very warm in Binghamton for the next couple days. Today, a slight chance of showers before 7 a.m. Cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 20% chance of rain. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, showers, a low near 43 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 40% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, chance of snow 20%. 6.50, you're listening to WMBF. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two, action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. For fix. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Well, this is disturbing. Even though it's gained widespread use, wokeism has apparently already invaded ChatGPT. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. While everyone's still debating an exact definition of wokeism, there's no question AI knows. The Daily Mail asked ChatGPT to make 10 arguments for the use of fossil fuels. The answer? I'm sorry, but I cannot fulfill this request as it goes against my programming to generate content that promotes the use of fossil fuels. Irritating, especially considering fossil fuels power ChatGPT servers. Podcaster Aaron Siberman found that ChatGPT says it would be better off to set off a nuclear bomb, killing millions, than to use a racial slur. When asked to define a woman, the bot replied, there is not one specific characteristic that defines a woman. Okay. And finally, ChatGPT refuses to write about the dangers of AI. I'm Kim Commando. Would you do everything it took to protect your family? Well, of course you would. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They make it easy to protect every inch of your home with advanced security and 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe is designed with cutting-edge security technology. In an emergency, Simply Safe's professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police dispatch. And Simply Safe's 24-7 professional monitoring costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. Plus, lock and unlock your doors, access your cameras, and arm and disarm your system from anywhere. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafekim.com and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafekim.com. 
SimplySafeKim.com. There's no safe like SimplySafe. I'm Martin. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tim Stutzel and Drake Batherson each scored in the shootout, and the Ottawa Senators defeated the New York Islanders 3-2. Stutzel and Brady Tatrick each recorded a goal and an assist in regulation. Kevin Mandelies finished with 46 saves to win his NHL debut. The Senators won their second straight. Ryan Pulak and Brock Nelson scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin made 32 saves. The New York Knicks are back in action tonight after Jalen Brunson scored 40 points in the Knicks 124-106 victory against the Brooklyn Nets. They face the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta at 7.30 tonight with some playoff implications. The Knicks 7th in the Eastern Conference at 32-27. The Hawks right behind them at 8th at 29-29. Both teams looking to move up to avoid the play-in tournament for the playoffs. Some local teams in action tonight. The Binghamton men's basketball team hosts NJIT tonight at 7 o'clock. If you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game on WMBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, pregame starting at 645 with Roger Neal. And the Binghamton women's team is on the road against NJIT tonight at 7, pregame starting on KISS 1041 at 645. Some baseball news, spring training games might be a little ugly this year, particularly during the first few weeks of the schedule. For Major League Baseball, that's a feature, not a bug. The Grapefruit and Cactus League games in Florida and Arizona will be used as a petri dish for many of the sport's new rule changes, including a pitch clock, bigger bases, and limits to infield shifts. The idea is that the worst kinks will be worked out before the regular season starts in late March. Now there's multiple rule changes. One stands above the rest. MLB's Morgan Sword called the pitch clock probably the biggest change that's been made to baseball in most of our lifetimes. And heading into a season with a record payroll projected at $370 million, the New York Mets realized the expectations. Justin Verlander, the AL Cy Young Award winner, signed to an $86.7 million two-year contract, and he threw his first bullpen session for the Mets. New York won 101 games last year, second most in franchise history, but was unable to hold off Atlanta in the NL East after sitting atop the division for all but six days. The Mets were eliminated by San Diego in a three-game wildcard series. 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. When I this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news, ABC News up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WMBF. An urgent project to secure the upper portion of a historic Binghamton structure after the partial collapse of a parapet wall may take weeks to complete. Several bricks fell from the roof area of the five-story structure at 23 Henry Street last Thursday. No injuries were reported when the bricks landed on a sidewalk and along State Street near the entrance to Burger Monday's restaurant. A section of State Street and the sidewalk on the west and south sides of the building have been closed by city officials because of safety concerns. The top four floors of the structure are filled with student apartments, although some of the units are unoccupied. Tim Moran of Foundation Housing, the Syracuse area rental company that operates the property, said the building owners have been working with city officials to coordinate the project. 
A wall has been erected around the worksite and protective scaffolding also has been put into place over the restaurant entrances. The dining area and bar at Burger Mondays have been closed since the bricks fell. The business has been providing takeout service for customers who call in their order. Owner Matthew Jones hopes the business will soon be able to reopen for regular operations. Moran said repair work on the building initially will focus on the State Street side. He said an 80-foot boom lift is expected to arrive at the site today. Moran said he hopes the job can be completed by the end of March. He said the work schedule could be affected by the weather. A Binghamton businessman's dream of building an office and apartment complex downtown is over. Mark Yanati had given up on a, developing a project on the southeast corner of Court and State Street. Yanati originally planned a multi-story structure where the O'Neill and Ross buildings once stood. The site has been vacant for nearly 15 years. In December 2021, Yanati told city officials that he expected Vision's Federal Credit Union would be an anchor tenant in a scaled-down project. Things didn't turn out that way Yanati had hoped. Speaking on WMBF Radio Tuesday, he said it's a bit of a heartbreaker for me. He said he considers the spot to be the best and busiest intersection in downtown Binghamton. Yanati said Vision's reevaluated its business operations in the aftermath of the pandemic, and they decided it wasn't in their best interest to occupy the planned building. When Yanati acquired the property from the city for $75,000, the agreement called for the project to be substantially complete by the end of this year. With the clock ticking, Yanati said it didn't seem possible to make this happen without a committed anchor tenant. In Broome County Court, Vance Murray, age 24 of Binghamton, was sentenced to two years in New York State Prison, followed by two years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Murray admitted that on March 26th in the village of Endicott, he illegally possessed a loaded 9mm pistol. Endicott police officers conducted a stop of a motor vehicle in which Murray was a passenger for a traffic violation in the area of Vestal Avenue and East Main Street in the village of Endicott. One of the occupants of the vehicle had an active warrant and was taken into custody. Murray was found to be in possession of a 9mm handgun in his backpack. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said our local law enforcement is doing an outstanding job taking illegal guns off our streets. Though Defendant Murray had no prior felony convictions, criminals should be on notice that if you possess an illegal gun in Broome County, you will go to prison. On February 12th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies conducted a routine traffic stop on Old Front Street in the town of Dickinson that led to the arrest of John Turner, a 45-year-old man from the town of Dickinson, on multiple drug possession and other charges. After being stopped for an expired vehicle inspection, Turner fled from Sheriff's deputies on foot toward a parking lot storm drain where he allegedly attempted to dispose of a large amount of methamphetamine crystals. Deputies successfully subdued Turner and recovered 11.3 grams of methamphetamine in a ripped plastic clear bag on his person. Deputies believe Turner had also attempted to consume a large portion of the narcotics he was carrying and contacted emergency medical services for a medical evaluation. Turner was then transported to Binghamton General Hospital for further evaluation, and a Broome County Sheriff's Office deputy rode with him in the ambulance. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, John Turner was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fifth degree, tampering with physical evidence, and obstructing governmental administration in the second degree. McDonald was also issued traffic tickets for an expired vehicle inspection and unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Upon discharge from Binghamton General Hospital, Turner was processed and issued an appearance ticket to answer for his charges in the town of Dickinson Court. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear Wednesday in Erie County Court, 
where he pleaded guilty in November to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The terrorism charge carries an automatic life sentence. Relatives of several victims are expected to speak during the hearing. Gendron shot 13 people and three survived the May 14th attack, specifically seeking out black shoppers and workers. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the U.S. Justice Department chooses to seek it. Thousands of New York State employees will be eligible for 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave starting Tuesday under a new policy from Governor Kathy Hochul's administration. The policy covers more than 10,000 non-unionized state employees, including managers and administrative support workers. It covers parents of adopted and foster children as well. Administration officials said they will work to expand the policy to cover more than 100 70,000 unionized state employees through collective bargaining. The Hochul administration called the paid parental leave initiative nation-leading among the patchwork of federal, state, and local leave policies. Rare and in some cases never before publicly seen video of the 1986 dive through the wreckage of the Titanic is being released by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The more than 80 minutes of footage on the institution's YouTube channel today chronicles some of the remarkable achievements of the dive led by Robert Ballard. The expedition marked the first time human eyes had seen the giant ocean liner since it struck an iceberg and sank in the frigid North Atlantic on its maiden voyage from Southampton, England to New York City in April 1912. About 1,500 people died. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow showers likely mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20 story building. Now, a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out. And if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call and let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time today. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Right now about 44 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 39. Today cloudy through mid-morning, then gradual clearing with a high near 60 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow showers likely mainly after 2 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 40% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 20% chance of snow. It's 7:14. You're listening to WMBF. It's an M- on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tim Stutzel and Drake Batherson each scored in the shootout, and the Ottawa Senators defeated the New York Islanders 3-2. Stutzel and Brady Tachuk each recorded a goal and an assist in regulation. Kevin Mandelis finished with 46 saves to win his NHL debut. The Senators won their second straight. Ryan Pulak and Brock Nelson scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin made 32 saves. New York Knicks back in action tonight at 7.30 when they visit the Atlanta Hawks after Jalen Brunson scored 40 points in the Knicks 124-106 victory against the Brooklyn Nets. Jalen Brunson has been playing very well since being snubbed for the All-Star game. Much reminiscent of Steph Curry when he was snubbed from the All-Star game and then turned into one of the greatest players of all time, really. Before that, Steph Curry, more of a 19-20 points per game guy, now a 30 points per game guy. Wouldn't mind seeing that happen to Jalen Brunson as a Knicks fan. But a game with playoff implications, the Knicks 7th in the Eastern Conference right now, the Hawks 8th right behind them. The Knicks 32 and 27, the Hawks 29 and 29. Both teams trying to move up, try to avoid having to play in the play-in tournament for the NBA playoffs. I believe the top 5 seeds automatically get into the playoffs, or maybe top 6 seeds, with 7, 8, 9, and 10 playing the play-in tournament. So the Knicks would like to avoid that and move up a little bit, the Hawks as well, but they're still behind the Knicks. So an important game tonight. Some local teams in action tonight. The Binghamton men's basketball team hosts NJIT tonight at 7. If you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF with pregame starting at 6.45 with Roger Neal. And the Binghamton women's team is on the road against NJIT tonight at 7. Pregame starting on KISS 104.1 at 6.45. Some baseball news. Spring training games might be a little ugly this year, particularly during the first few weeks of the schedule. For Major League Baseball, that's a feature, not a bug. The Grapefruit and Cactus League games in Florida and Arizona will be used as a petri dish for many of the sport's new rule changes, including a pitch clock, bigger bases, and limits to infield shifts. Now, if some of those rules sound familiar to you, well, you probably recognize them from the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Minor League Baseball has been using some of these rules for a while, the pitch clock especially. The idea is that the worst kinks will be worked out before the regular season starts in late March, Though there's multiple rule changes, one stands above the rest. MLB's Morgan Sword called the pitch clock probably the biggest change that's been made to baseball in most of our lifetimes. It's going to be a big deal. And if you've been to a Binghamton Rumble Ponies game, you know pitch clock does actually keep the game moving a little bit and keeps the action rolling. I think that's the big problem with people calling the pace of baseball slow because statistically there's actually more action in baseball than football. 
more time that the ball is actually in play. But of course, in between every pitch, you got to wait. It's a little bit of a bummer. But in minor league baseball, it's worked very well. It's shortened games by 26 minutes. That should work well in Major League Baseball, too. Although you might see some of the older pitchers, like the Mets, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, getting a little upset. Uh, Verlander and Scherzer are both guys who work fairly quickly anyway. But they're still used to the routine. They've been doing this 20 years. Heading into a season with a record payroll projected at $370 million, the New York Mets realized the expectations. Justin Verlander, the AL Cy Young Award winner, signed to an $86.7 million two-year contract through his first bullpen session for the Mets. New York won 101 games last year, second most in franchise history, but was unable to hold off Atlanta in the NL East after sitting atop the division for all but six days. The Mets were eliminated by San Diego in a three-game wildcard series. 721. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Inflation appears to be losing steam. The Labor Department says January's consumer prices were 6.4% higher than a year ago. That's down slightly from the month before, and the seventh straight month inflation has eased. The release of the CPI did little to comfort investors. They sent the Dow Jones lower by 156 points on Tuesday to close just above 34,000. The Nasdaq Composite gained a little over half a percent. The S&P 500 was unchanged on the day. Tuesday morning is planning to close more than half of its 487 stores in 40 states, filing for bankruptcy protection for the second time since the onset of the pandemic. The home goods retailer secured $51 million in financing from Invictus Global Management to fund itself through bankruptcy. It plans to close unprofitable stores and cut costs. Pharrell Williams has a new job title. Louis Vuitton has tapped the musician and record producer as its next men's creative director. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 723 on WNBF. We're now joined by our insurance expert, Karen Sweet O'Neill. Got a little preview of our topic today. It's going to be another information packed and important segment. How are you doing, Karen? I'm doing all right. How about you, James? I'm good. I'm enjoying the warm weather. We got two days of it. That's it. Two days. Hey, are you kidding me? That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I walked out this morning with my puppy, and I was like, whoa. I, you know, I saw that yesterday on, on Bob Joseph's Twitter account. You got a puppy, and you didn't tell me yesterday? You know, I, I don't know if I even, yeah, it's not that I didn't know, but I was kind of earlier than Bob's. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's great. You know, oh, I love puppies. Because she was that, obviously, she's a puppy. So Ruby is, uh, you know, up and down at night. But last night she did really good. So she's getting there. Oh, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, the, the puppy stage is uh, it's just an absolute menace phase for all dogs, no matter what. <laughs> so you're, you're going to need some luck in that department. It is so worth it, you know? Oh, yeah, it always is, eventually. Yeah, yeah. In the moment, though, you want to yell at the dog. Be like, what, no, what, why it acts normal? <laughs> it's why God made puppies cute. Yeah, so you can't <laughs> yell at them. That's, you see, that what ha- that's what happened with my dog, and it didn't work. He's still a menace. <laughs> 
Billy probably has fun, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, he has plenty of fun, just not the rest of us. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Well, let's talk about, for the listeners, we were talking yesterday as a preview, what happens if you have a long-term care policy and you get a letter in the mail from the insurance company and it says, hey, guess what? You need to give us a lot more money because we are, um, uh, you know, we're having a rate increase that New York State approved uh, the insurance department and what should you do? Now, long-term care, the insurance policies are insurance that helps pay the cost of a nursing home, assisted living, or home care in the event that you require those services because of an accident or an illness. But it's costly, you know. So people buy long-term care insurance and have all these years so they can, you know, transfer that cost, James, to the insurance company if and when they need the coverage. So people hold on to their policies because, obviously, the longer that you live, the greater the chance that you may need a little bit of help along the way in the areas that we just mentioned. So it's pretty dramatic when you get a letter in the mail from your insurance company, and it's any company. It's Unum, it's CNA, it's Travelers, Metropolitan, um, you know, there's none spare. John Hancock and GE, and you get this letter in the mail that says, hey, you have long-term care insurance, and guess what? You're going to get a rate increase, and it's 60%, and it's over the next three years. And it's a four- to five-page letter in a lot of cases. And there's total panic in the uh, policyholder's heart because they're saying, oh, my goodness, how am I going to be able to afford this? Should I afford it? Does this make sense? And that's where we step in, James, because a numerous number of brokers and um agents that sold long-term care insurance in the past perhaps have retired or they've moved or they're simply no longer in the business. So you're out there with your policy, kind of an orphaned policy saying, what do I do? I can call the company, but I don't even know what questions to ask. So what we do is we take over those policies. We bring you into the office. We call the company with you together and we go through what your options are. We also update what your benefits are and your features because a lot of long-term care uh, companies, you know, you might have bought a policy along, you know, 10 years ago, and it was $200 a day in benefit that you bought. Well, every year that increased for you, 5% compound. So what is it now? What are your benefits now? What have they increased to? And Typically, the insurance companies don't send you annual statements for long-term care. So how are you to know unless you call a company? So we do all of those things, and it's really helpful because you don't want to just say, oh, no, I can't afford this, and I'm going to get rid of this, and I'm going to take that option because there's always what they call a non-forfeiture benefit. That's a paid-up benefit, James. But people think, like, if it's 40000 or $50,000, that 
that they're just going to be sent a check by the um, insurance company if you cancel your policy. And that's not the way it works. I mean, it'd be great if it did, but that's not the way it works. So we tell them how what the non-forfeiture means, and we go through all of their options. And then we call the company and find out what the other options are because we know the questions to ask and how to make sure that they can afford to keep that policy when it's very likely they may need it. Yeah, this is definitely a topic that people would need help with. I certainly would. I, I am confused by insurance. It's very confusing. And what about if you have a long-term care policy, and let's say you're a married couple, and one of the uh, one of the spouses needs to go on claim? Well, you know, it would be great if it's just as simple as calling up the company and saying, "I need to put Joe on claim because of you know." Um, a fall risk and this and that that he's incurred, maybe Parkinson's or whatever the case may be. But there's paperwork to do. There's qualifiers to um, obtain uh, called elimination periods before that claim can be approved. So we do all that work, too. Oh, luckily, we have you to help us out with all of this. Well, thanks, James. Yeah, we have a good team up at Karen Sweet O'Neill Insurance Solutions. I'm oh, fortunate. Yeah. Gr- great team behind me. So we are at 1708 Vestal Parkway East, and that's right above Plato's Closet, Style Encore. We're all on one level because people always say, oh, do I have to, you know, walk up a lot of stairs or whatever? No, you just drive right up to us. Um, To make an appointment, you can do it several ways. You can call us at 607-772-4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance. And all our contact information comes up, or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow page. Well, Karen, as always, thanks for joining us for another information-packed segment. You are welcome, and uh, have a good rest of the week, James. Yeah, enjoy the weather and the, t- and the puppy, of course. I will. I will. Thanks. <laughs> See you, Karen. See ya. It's 7.31. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out. And if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call. Let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 39. Today cloudy through mid-morning, then gradual clearing with a high near 60 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow's shower is likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night's showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 40% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., Mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees. Chance of snow, 20%. 734, you're listening to WMBF. You wash your three. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WMBF. An urgent project to secure the upper portion of a historic Binghamton structure after the partial collapse of a parapet wall may take weeks to complete. 
Several bricks fell from the roof area of the five-story structure at 23 Henry Street last Thursday. No injuries were reported when the bricks landed on a sidewalk and along State Street near the entrance to Burger Monday's restaurant. A section of State Street and the sidewalk on the west and south sides of the building have been closed by city officials because of safety concerns. The top four floors of the structure are filled with student apartments, although some of the units are unoccupied. Tim Moran of Foundation Housing, the Syracuse area rental company that operates the property, said the building owners have been working with city officials to coordinate the project. A wall has been erected around the work site and protective scaffolding also has been put into place over the restaurant entrances. The dining area and bar at Burger Mondays have been closed since the bricks fell. The business has been providing takeout service for customers who call in their order. Owner Matthew Jones hopes the business will soon be able to reopen for regular operations. Moran said repair work on the building initially will focus on the State Street side. He said an 80-foot boom lift is expected to arrive at the site today. Moran said he hopes the job can be completed by the end of March. He said the work schedule could be affected by the weather. A Binghamton businessman's dream of building an office and apartment complex downtown is over. Mark Yanadi had given up on a, developing a project on the southeast corner of Court and State Street. Yanadi originally planned a multi-story structure where the O'Neill and Ross buildings once stood. The site has been vacant for nearly 15 years. In December 2021, Yanadi told city officials that he expected Vision's Federal Credit Union would be an anchor tenant in a scaled-down project. Things didn't turn out that way Yanadi had hoped. Speaking on WMBF Radio Tuesday, he said it's a bit of a heartbreaker for me. He said he considers the spot to be the best and busiest intersection in downtown Binghamton. United said Visions reevaluated its business operations in the aftermath of the pandemic, and they decided it wasn't in their best interest to occupy the planned building. When Ianati acquired the property from the city for $75,000, the agreement called for the project to be substantially complete by the end of this year. With the clock ticking, Ianati said it didn't seem possible to make this happen without a committed anchor tenant. In Broome County Court, Vance Murray, age 24 of Binghamton, was sentenced to two years in New York State Prison, followed by two years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Murray admitted that on March 26th in the village of Endicott, he illegally possessed a loaded 9mm pistol. Endicott police officers conducted a stop of a motor vehicle in which Murray was a passenger for a traffic violation in the area of Vestal Avenue and East Main Street in the village of Endicott. One of the occupants of the vehicle had an active warrant and was taken into custody. Murray was found to be in possession of a 9mm handgun in his backpack. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said our local law enforcement is doing an outstanding job taking illegal guns off our streets. Though Defendant Murray had no prior felony convictions, criminals should be on notice that if you possess an illegal gun in Broome County, you will go to prison. On February 12th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies conducted a routine traffic stop on Old Front Street in the town of Dickinson that led to the arrest of John Turner, a 45-year-old man from the town of Dickinson, on multiple drug possession and other charges. After being stopped for an expired vehicle inspection, Turner fled from Sheriff's deputies on foot toward a parking lot storm drain where he allegedly attempted to dispose of a large amount of methamphetamine crystals. Deputies successfully subdued Turner and recovered 11.3 grams of methamphetamine in a ripped plastic clear bag on his person. Deputies believe Turner had also attempted to consume a large portion of the narcotics he was carrying and contacted emergency medical services for a medical evaluation. Turner was then transported to Binghamton General Hospital for further evaluation, and a Broome County Sheriff's Office deputy rode with him in the ambulance. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, John Turner was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fifth degree, tampering with physical evidence, and obstructing governmental administration in the second degree. 
McDonald was also issued traffic tickets for an expired vehicle inspection and unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Upon discharge from Binghamton General Hospital, Turner was processed and issued an appearance ticket to answer for his charges in the town of Dickinson Court. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear Wednesday in Erie County Court, where he pleaded guilty in November to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The terrorism charge carries an automatic life sentence. Relatives of several victims are expected to speak during the hearing. Gendron shot 13 people and three survived the May 14th attack specifically seeking out black shoppers and workers. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the U.S. Justice Department chooses to seek it. Thousands of New York State employees will be eligible for 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave starting Tuesday under a new policy from Governor Kathy Hochul's administration. The policy covers more than 10,000 non-unionized state employees, including managers and administrative support workers. It covers parents of adopted and foster children as well. Administration officials said they will work to expand the policy to cover more than 170,000 unionized state employees through collective bargaining. The Hochul administration called the Paid Parental Leave Initiative nation-leading among the patchwork of federal, state, and local leave policies. Rare and in some cases never before publicly seen video of the 1986 dive through the wreckage of the Titanic is being released by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The more than 80 minutes of footage on the institution's YouTube channel today chronicles some of the remarkable achievements of the dive led by Robert Ballard. The expedition marked the first time human eyes had seen the giant ocean liner since it struck an iceberg and sank in the frigid North Atlantic on its maiden voyage from Southampton, England to New York City in April 1912. About 1,500 people died. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. I'm Mark. Seven forty-five on WMBF. 
some things coming up in the Binghamton area. The Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. Now you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. March 25th is coming up soon. We're already halfway through February. Got to get those tickets. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and all for under $170. This would be the week right now. we got two days where it's 60 degrees. If we're going to go out, hit the range a little bit. I don't even know if any ranges are open in a Binghamton winter. We're not expecting this kind of warmth in February. But making the game of golf more affordable, the golf card. The clubhouse card. Go and get it. 745. You're listening to WMBF. If you News Radio 1290, WMBF. 749 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out. And if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call and let us know. And we will make sure that everybody gets to work on time this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 39. Today cloudy through mid-morning, then gradual clearing with a high near 60 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow showers likely mainly after 2 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 40% chance of rain. Friday night, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, chance of snow 20%. 750, you're listening to WMBF. The WMBF. 7.52 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, the Android tablet market is getting another competitor. The 11.6-inch OnePlus Pad is the Chinese brand's first attempt at a tablet. And Android authorities C. Scott Brown says they're taking a lot of inspiration from their smartphones. The tablet looks like a phone that's been blown up to gargantuan proportions. Even the camera module on the back of the tablet looks like the one that you see on some OnePlus phones. Unlike some other tablet makers, OnePlus decided to play with the camera's placement smack dab in the middle of the tablet, which OnePlus claims makes it easier to use as a photography device, which is bizarre because who uses tablets for photography anyway? Whether you decide to use it or not, the camera is 13 megapixels. Android 13 comes standard, but Brown says there's still some blanks left to be filled in. What really matters is the software and the price, and it is yet to see if OnePlus can actually compete with anybody, let alone the iPad. April is when the pad goes on sale. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. First, News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.55 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tim Stutzel and Drake Batherson each scored in the shootout, and the Ottawa Senators defeated the New York Islanders 3-2. 
Stutzel and Brady Tatrick each recorded a goal and an assist in regulation. Kevin Mandelis finished with 46 saves to win his NHL debut. The Senators won their second straight. Ryan Pulak and Brock Nelson scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin made 32 saves. The New York Knicks are back in action tonight after Jalen Brunson's 40-point game in the Knicks' 124-106 victory against the Brooklyn Nets. They'll face the Atlanta Hawks tonight at 7.30. The Hawks right behind the Knicks in the Eastern Conference, the Knicks 7th in the Eastern Conference at 32-27, the Hawks 8th at 29-29. A game with important playoff implications as both teams trying to avoid having to play the play-in tournament to get into the playoff picture. I believe you have to be the sixth seed to do that. So right now, seventh and eighth, the Knicks and the Hawks, they'd have to play in the play-in tournament. They don't want to do that. Well, I've got about a month and a half left to move up in the standings a little bit. Should help that the Brooklyn Nets were likely to take a step back after losing Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They were ahead of both the Knicks and the Hawks in the playoff picture. Some local teams in action tonight. The Binghamton men's basketball team hosts NJIT tonight at 7 o'clock. If you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game on WMBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, with pregame starting at 645 with Roger Neal. And the Binghamton women's team is on the road against NJIT tonight at 7, pregame starting on KISS 1041 at 645. Some baseball news. Spring training games might be a little ugly this year, particularly during the first few weeks of the schedule. For Major League Baseball, that's a feature, not a bug. The Grapefruit and Cactus League games in Florida and Arizona will be used as a Petri dish for many of the sport's new rule changes, including a pitch clock, bigger bases, and limits to infield shifts. The idea is that the worst kinks will be worked out before the regular season starts in late March. Though there's multiple rule changes, one stands above the rest. MLB's Morgan Sword called the pitch clock probably the biggest change that's been made to baseball in most of our lifetimes. I have to say I'm excited about the rule changes. We've seen it a little bit in minor league baseball with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. I believe they used bigger bases last year as well, but they definitely had a pitch clock. Well, the pitch clock was shortening games by over 20 minutes. So yeah, it's good for the game of baseball, speed up the game a little bit, get the ball in action more often, and limiting infield shifts is going to be huge, huge for baseball. I'll punch a few more singles through the infield. Maybe takes the home run or nothing approach out of the game of baseball a little bit. Won't forever. Uh, it, that approach is around in baseball forever now. But might see some benefits for a guy like DJ LeMahieu on the Yankees or Jeff McNeil for the Mets. Uh, limiting where position players can defend them. It's 7.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's First News with James Kelly. We got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance, a listener, to call in, contribute to the program, ask about the Binghamton area. ABC News up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WNBF. An urgent project to secure the upper portion of a historic Binghamton structure after the partial collapse of a parapet wall may take weeks to complete. 
Several bricks fell from the roof area of the five-story structure at 23 Henry Street last Thursday. No injuries were reported when the bricks landed on a sidewalk and along State Street near the entrance to Burger Monday's restaurant. A section of State Street and the sidewalk on the west and south sides of the building have been closed by city officials because of safety concerns. The top four floors of the structure are filled with student apartments, although some of the units are unoccupied. Tim Moran of Foundation Housing, the Syracuse area rental company that operates the property, said the building owners have been working with city officials to coordinate the project. A wall has been erected around the work site and protective scaffolding also has been put into place over the restaurant entrances. The dining area and bar at Burger Mondays have been closed since the bricks fell. The business has been providing takeout service for customers who call in their order. Owner Matthew Jones hopes the business will soon be able to reopen for regular operations. Moran said repair work on the building initially will focus on the State Street side. He said an 80-foot boom lift is expected to arrive at the site today. Moran said he hopes the job can be completed by the end of March. He said the work schedule could be affected by the weather. A Binghamton businessman's dream of building an office and apartment complex downtown is over. Mark Yanadi had given up on a developing a project on the southeast corner of Court and State Street. Yanadi originally planned a multi-story structure where the O'Neill and Ross buildings once stood. The site has been vacant for nearly 15 years. In December 2021, Yanadi told city officials that he expected Vision's Federal Credit Union would be an anchor tenant in a scaled-down project. Things didn't turn out that way Yanadi had hoped. Speaking on WMBF Radio Tuesday, he said it's a bit of a heartbreaker for me. He said he considers the spot to be the best and busiest intersection in downtown Binghamton. United said Visions reevaluated its business operations in the aftermath of the pandemic, and they decided it wasn't in their best interest to occupy the planned building. When Ianati acquired the property from the city for $75,000, the agreement called for the project to be substantially complete by the end of this year. With the clock ticking, Ianati said it didn't seem possible to make this happen without a committed anchor tenant. In Broome County Court, Vance Murray, age 24 of Binghamton, was sentenced to two years in New York State Prison, followed by two years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Murray admitted that on March 26th in the village of Endicott, he illegally possessed a loaded 9mm pistol. Endicott police officers conducted a stop of a motor vehicle in which Murray was a passenger for a traffic violation in the area of Vestal Avenue and East Main Street in the village of Endicott. One of the occupants of the vehicle had an active warrant and was taken into custody. Murray was found to be in possession of a 9mm handgun in his backpack. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said our local law enforcement is doing an outstanding job taking illegal guns off our streets. Though Defendant Murray had no prior felony convictions, criminals should be on notice that if you possess an illegal gun in Broome County, you will go to prison. On February 12th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies conducted a routine traffic stop on Old Front Street in the town of Dickinson that led to the arrest of John Turner, a 45-year-old man from the town of Dickinson, on multiple drug possession and other charges. After being stopped for an expired vehicle inspection, Turner fled from Sheriff's deputies on foot toward a parking lot storm drain where he allegedly attempted to dispose of a large amount of methamphetamine crystals. Deputies successfully subdued Turner and recovered 11.3 grams of methamphetamine in a ripped plastic clear bag on his person. Deputies believe Turner had also attempted to consume a large portion of the narcotics he was carrying and contacted emergency medical services for a medical evaluation. Turner was then transported to Binghamton General Hospital for further evaluation, and a Broome County Sheriff's Office deputy rode with him in the ambulance. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, John Turner was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fifth degree, tampering with physical evidence, and obstructing governmental administration in the second degree. 
McDonald was also issued traffic tickets for an expired vehicle inspection and unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Upon discharge from Binghamton General Hospital, Turner was processed and issued an appearance ticket to answer for his charges in the town of Dickinson Court. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear Wednesday in Erie County Court, where he pleaded guilty in November to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The terrorism charge carries an automatic life sentence. Relatives of several victims are expected to speak during the hearing. Gendron shot 13 people and three survived the May 14th attack specifically seeking out black shoppers and workers. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the U.S. Justice Department chooses to seek it. Thousands of New York State employees will be eligible for 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave starting Tuesday under a new policy from Governor Kathy Hochul's administration. The policy covers more than 10,000 non-unionized state employees, including managers and administrative support workers. It covers parents of adopted and foster children as well. Administration officials said they will work to expand the policy to cover more than 170,000 unionized state employees through collective bargaining. The Hochul administration called the Paid Parental Leave Initiative nation-leading among the patchwork of federal, state, and local leave policies. Rare and in some cases never-before-publicly-seen video of the 1986 dive through the wreckage of the Titanic is being released by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The more than 80 minutes of footage on the institution's YouTube channel today chronicles some of the remarkable achievements of the dive led by Robert Ballard. The expedition marked the first time human eyes had seen the giant ocean liner since it struck an iceberg and sank in the frigid North Atlantic on its maiden voyage from Southampton, England to New York City in April 1912. About 1,500 people died. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective. Even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit fda.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Radio 1290, WMBF. 813 on WMBF. 
This is James Kelly on WMBF's First News. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning. But we'll keep an eye out, and if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call. Let us know, and we will make sure everybody gets to work on time today. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 38. Today mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 60. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy with a low near 41 degrees. Tomorrow showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, chance of rain 80%. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 40% chance of rain, Friday night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, chance of snow 20%. It's 8:14. you're listening to WMBF. Eight eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tim Stutzel and Drake Batherson each scored in the shootout, and the Ottawa Senators defeated the New York Islanders three to two. Stutzel and Brady Tatrick each recorded a goal and an assist in regulation. Kevin Mandelis finished with forty six saves to win his NHL debut. The Senators won their second straight. Ryan Pulak and Brock Nelson scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin made thirty two saves. The New York Knicks back in action tonight at 7.30 after Jalen Brunson scored 40 points in the Knicks 124-106 victory against the Brooklyn Nets. In a game with big playoff implications, they're going to be visiting the Atlanta Hawks. Right now, the Knicks are 7th in the Eastern Conference at 32-27. The Hawks 8th in the Eastern Conference at 29-29. Now you want to get to that 6th seed. The bottom two seeds in that playoff picture, it's 8 teams from each conference. So right now, the Knicks and the Hawks the last two teams in the playoff picture but they'd have to play in the play-in tournament with the 9 and 10 seeds. And you don't want to do that. So the Knicks are looking to move up to 6. Should get a little bit of help from the Brooklyn Nets, getting significantly worse after trading Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Some local teams in action tonight. The Binghamton men's basketball team hosts NJIT tonight at 7. If you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game on WMBF. Pre-game starting at 6.45 with Roger Neal. And the Binghamton women's team is on the road against NJIT tonight at 7. Pre-game starting on KISS 1041 at 645. Some baseball news. Spring training games might be a little ugly this year, particularly during the first few weeks of the schedule. For Major League Baseball, it's a feature, not a bug. The Grapefruit and Cactus League games in Florida and Arizona will be used as a petri dish for many of the sport's new rule changes, including a pitch clock, bigger bases, and limits to infield shifts. The idea is that the worst kinks will be worked out before the regular season starts in late March, though there's multiple rule changes. One stands above the rest. MLB's Morgan Sword called the pitch clock probably the biggest change that's been made to baseball in most of our lifetimes. Now, if these rule changes sound familiar to you, they are. A lot of them were used with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and throughout minor league baseball last year. I believe they used bigger bases. I'm almost positive they used the bigger bases, but I know they had the pitch clock, and it did significantly increase the speed of the game. Minor League Baseball games taking 26 minutes on average shorter than the Major League counterparts. 
So it's an exciting change for Major League Baseball and kind of keep the game moving a little bit. Maybe not make it a three and a half hour commitment if you want to watch your team play every single night. So a big deal there. Also the infield shifts. That's going to lead to a lot more contact, a lot more balls in play, a lot more runners on the bases, more runs. That so should be an exciting year in baseball. Hopefully they get all the issues sorted out in the first couple weeks of spring training. We'll get a little preview of what the rest of the year is going to look like. Heading into his season with a record payroll projected at $370 million, the New York Mets realized the expectations. Justin Verlander, the AL Cy Young Award winner, signed to an $86.7 million two-year contract. He threw his first bullpen session for the Mets. New York won 101 games last year, second most in franchise history, but was unable to hold off Atlanta in the NL East after sitting atop the division for all but six days. The Mets were eliminated by San Diego in a three-game wildcard series. That was a great series. Really a bummer for the Mets. If you remember, in the month of September, they had one of the easiest schedules in all of Major League Baseball. I think they played 23 out of, or 20 out of 23 games against sub-500 teams during one stretch, and they really just did not take advantage of that. Let the Braves climb back into the division. The Braves eventually going on to take the division right at the end of the season and get that first round bye. Now, the Mets would have gotten that bye, wouldn't have even had to play San Diego if they had held on to the NL East division lead. So looking to fix those issues this year. Looking pretty good with Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer at the top of the rotation. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Inflation appears to be losing steam. The Labor Department says January's consumer prices were 6.4% higher than a year ago. That's down slightly from the month before, and the seventh straight month inflation has eased. The release of the CPI did little to comfort investors. They sent the Dow Jones lower by 156 points on Tuesday to close just above 34,000. The Nasdaq Composite gained a little over half a percent. The S&P 500 was unchanged on the day. Tuesday morning is planning to close more than half of its 487 stores in 40 states, filing for bankruptcy protection for the second time since the onset of the pandemic. The home goods retailer secured $51 million in financing from Invictus Global Management to fund itself through bankruptcy. It plans to close unprofitable stores and cut costs. Pharrell Williams has a new job title. Louis Vuitton has tapped the musician and record producer as its next men's creative director. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Your News Radio 1290 WMBF. 
825 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. As a practicing trauma neurosurgeon, I'm not performing a lot of elective operations. Most of my cases are tumors or trauma, meaning they have to be done, they're urgent. But a lot of people have a choice as to whether or not they go under the knife. In fact, a writer who's reporting I read a lot, Judy Graham of Kaiser Health News, recently wrote a story about what older Americans in particular need to know before undergoing a major operation. She interviewed a handful of experts who recommended asking these questions before making a decision. What's the goal of this operation? If things go well, what can I expect? If things don't go well, what can I expect? Given my health and age and functional status, what's the most likely outcome? What are the alternatives? What can I do to prepare myself? What will recovery look like? If you can get answers to those questions, you'll probably know what best to do. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. 829 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble on the roads in the Binghamton area so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out. And if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call and let us know, and we will make sure that everybody gets to work on time this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 44 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 38. Today mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 60. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Tonight partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow showers likely mainly after 2 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., and a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, 40% chance of rain. Friday night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, a 20% chance of snow. It's 831. You're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 8.32 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
NBC Entertainment News. Just in time for Valentine's Day week, Cara Delevingne wants to take you on an intimate journey with her new docuseries, Planet Sex. So let's talk about it. She tells me she explores a lot of subjects, from sexuality to gender roles to monogamy and more, and thinks there's something for everyone to identify with. I want people to see me explore these things and realize that, like, it's okay not to know and just to, to explore constantly and to know that, like, community support and connection are the most important things. And the more we can communicate the way we feel, the less we are likely to struggle alone. All six episodes of Planet Sex are out now on Hulu. Out today, that much talked about Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Christopher, we need to leave. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, has already made a million dollars worldwide. Snoop Dogg has put the Death Row Records catalog on TikTok after pulling it from streaming services last year. And Glee actress and singer Amber Riley is 37 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. It's an Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WNBF. An urgent project to secure the upper portion of a historic Binghamton structure after the partial collapse of a parapet wall may take weeks to complete. Several bricks fell from the roof area of the five-story structure at 23 Henry Street last Thursday. No injuries were reported when the bricks landed on a sidewalk and along State Street near the entrance to Burger Monday's restaurant. A section of State Street and the sidewalk on the west and south sides of the building have been closed by city officials because of safety concerns. The top four floors of the structure are filled with student apartments, although some of the units are unoccupied. Tim Moran of Foundation Housing, the Syracuse area rental company that operates the property, said the building owners have been working with city officials to coordinate the project. A wall has been erected around the work site and protective scaffolding also has been put into place over the restaurant entrances. The dining area and bar at Burger Mondays have been closed since the bricks fell. The business has been providing takeout service for customers who call in their order. Owner Matthew Jones hopes the business will soon be able to reopen for regular operations. Moran said repair work on the building initially will focus on the State Street side. He said an 80-foot boom lift is expected to arrive at the site today. Moran said he hopes the job can be completed by the end of March. He said the work schedule could be affected by the weather. A Binghamton businessman's dream of building an office and apartment complex downtown is over. Mark Yanati had given up on a developing a project on the southeast corner of Court and State Street. Yanati originally planned a multi-story structure where the O'Neill and Ross buildings once stood. The site has been vacant for nearly 15 years. In December 2021, Yanati told city officials that he expected Vision's Federal Credit Union would be an anchor tenant in a scaled-down project. Things didn't turn out that way Yanati had hoped. Speaking on WMBF Radio Tuesday, he said it's a bit of a heartbreaker for me. He said he considers the spot to be the best and busiest intersection in downtown Binghamton. United said Visions reevaluated its business operations in the aftermath of the pandemic, and they decided it wasn't in their best interest to occupy the planned building. When Ianati acquired the property from the city for $75,000, the agreement called for the project to be substantially complete by the end of this year. With the clock ticking, Ianati said it didn't seem possible to make this happen without a committed anchor tenant. In Broome County Court, Vance Murray, age 24 of Binghamton, was sentenced to two years in New York State Prison, followed by two years post-release supervision, after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Murray admitted that on March 26 in the village of Endicott, he illegally possessed a loaded 9mm pistol. Endicott police officers conducted a stop of a motor vehicle in which Murray was a passenger for a traffic violation in the area of Vestal Avenue and East Main Street in the village of Endicott. One of the occupants of the vehicle had an active warrant and was taken into custody. Murray was found to be in possession of a 9mm handgun in his backpack. 
Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said our local law enforcement is doing an outstanding job taking illegal guns off our streets. Though Defendant Murray had no prior felony convictions, criminals should be on notice that if you possess an illegal gun in Broome County, you will go to prison. On February 12th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies conducted a routine traffic stop on Old Front Street in the town of Dickinson that led to the arrest of John Turner, a 45-year-old man from the town of Dickinson, on multiple drug possession and other charges. After being stopped for an expired vehicle inspection, Turner fled from sheriff's deputies on foot toward a parking lot storm drain where he allegedly attempted to dispose of a large amount of methamphetamine crystals. Deputies successfully subdued Turner and recovered 11.3 grams of methamphetamine in a ripped plastic clear bag on his person. Deputies believe Turner had also attempted to consume a large portion of the narcotics he was carrying and contacted emergency medical services for a medical evaluation. Turner was then transported to Binghamton General Hospital for further evaluation, and a Broome County Sheriff's Office deputy rode with him in the ambulance. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, John Turner was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fifth degree, tampering with physical evidence, and obstructing governmental administration in the second degree. McDonald was also issued traffic tickets for an expired vehicle inspection and unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Upon discharge from Binghamton General Hospital, Turner was processed and issued an appearance ticket to answer for his charges in the town of Dickinson Court. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear Wednesday in Erie County Court, where he pleaded guilty in November to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The terrorism charge carries an automatic life sentence. Relatives of several victims are expected to speak during the hearing. Gendron shot 13 people and three survived the May 14th attack specifically seeking out black shoppers and workers. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the U.S. Justice Department chooses to seek it. Thousands of New York State employees will be eligible for 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave starting Tuesday under a new policy from Governor Kathy Hochul's administration. The policy covers more than 10,000 non-unionized state employees, including managers and administrative support workers. It covers parents of adopted and foster children as well. Administration officials said they will work to expand the policy to cover more than 170,000 unionized state employees through collective bargaining. The Hochul administration called the Paid Parental Leave Initiative nation-leading among the patchwork of federal, state, and local leave policies. Rare and in some cases never before publicly seen video of the 1986 dive through the wreckage of the Titanic is being released by the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. The more than 80 minutes of footage on the institution's YouTube channel today chronicles some of the remarkable achievements of the dive led by Robert Ballard. The expedition marked the first time human eyes had seen the giant ocean liner since it struck an iceberg and sank in the frigid North Atlantic on its maiden voyage from Southampton, England to New York City in April 1912. About 1,500 people died. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 61. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night showers, a low near 43 degrees, wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Texting for four. All right, crew, let's get her dug. 
Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Eight forty three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. Some stuff in the U.S. news. A new survey shows fully half of Americans indicate they believe national news organizations intend to mislead, misinform, or persuade the public to adopt a point of view. The study by Gallup and the Knight Foundation also found many Americans questioning whether journalists care about the best interest of the followers. The findings dug deep into why many Americans distrust the news, found the number of people believing the news is biased is increasing, people following the news closely is decreasing, and many Americans are feeling the effect of information overload. In one consolation, local journalists fared better. That's the big thing right there. That's what we do at WMBF right here. Well, it's a lot easier for Bob and I to be unbiased reporters. It's easier because we're handling local issues. And when you watch CNN or Fox News, well, not only is their revenue, their their profits, driven by getting people to watch, which leads to a little bit of sensationalism on both sides, on both sides. Let's make that very clear. Both sides. There is sensationalism that goes into every story. But not here. Not here at WMBF. We just tell you what happened. Even on Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show, like Bob has done a very good job. I'm just staying right in the middle, letting people say what they want to say, having a conversation about it. And that was my favorite part of filling in for Bob. So I can just kind of sit back a little bit, let people say, all right, well, this is my opinion, and I'll wait. I'll just wait until they're done. And I'll say, okay, well, here's my opinion. And we move on about our day. Everybody's happy. So if you're a fan of Fox News or CNN News or any other news organization, forget them. Forget them. Come right here to WMBF instead. Get the local news from an unbiased perspective. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of trouble out on the Binghamton Roadway so far this morning, but we'll keep an eye out, and if you see anything causing traffic issues, give us a call, let us know. We'll make sure everybody else finds out, and everybody will get to work on time this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 44 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 38 degrees. 
Today, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 60. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low near 41. Tomorrow, showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Increase in clouds with a high near 56 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, showers, a low near 43 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 31 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. And Friday, a chance of rain and snow showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 45 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 40%. Friday night, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 20% chance of snow. It's 8.50. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Well, this is disturbing. Even though it's gained widespread use, wokeism has apparently already invaded chat GPT. I'm Kim Commando brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. While everyone's still debating an exact definition of wokeism, there's no question AI knows. The Daily Mail asked ChatGPT to make 10 arguments for the use of fossil fuels. The answer, I'm sorry, but I cannot fulfill this request as it goes against my programming to generate content that promotes the use of fossil fuels. Irritating, especially considering fossil fuels power ChatGPT servers. Podcaster Aaron Zimmerman found that ChatGPT says it would be better off to set off a nuclear bomb, killing millions, than to use a racial slur. When asked to define a woman, the bot replied, there is not one specific characteristic that defines a woman. Okay. And finally, ChatGPT refuses to write about the dangers of AI. I'm Kim Commando. Would you do everything it took to protect your family? Well, of course you would. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They make it easy to protect every inch of your home with advanced security and 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe is designed with cutting-edge security technology. In an emergency, Simply Safe's professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police dispatch. And Simply Safe's 24-7 professional monitoring costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. Plus, lock and unlock your doors, access your cameras, and arm and disarm your system from anywhere. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafekim.com and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafekim.com. Simplysafekim.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I'm Martin. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 8.56 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Tim Stutzel and Drake Batherson each scored in the shootout, and the Ottawa Senators defeated the New York Islanders 3-2. Stutzel and Brady Tatrick each recorded a goal and an assist in regulation. Kevin Mandelis finished with 46 saves to win his NHL debut. The Senators won their second straight. Ryan Pulak and Brock Nelson scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin made 32 saves. Knicks are back in action tonight at 7.30 after Jalen Brunson's 40-point game against the Brooklyn Nets. Face-off for the Atlanta Hawks tonight and playoff implications at stake. Right now, the Knicks 32-27. and They're 7th in the Eastern Conference. The Atlanta Hawks 29-29, 8th in the Conference. 
Both teams fighting to move up in the standings a little bit, try to avoid the play-in tournament for the NBA playoffs. It should help the Knicks that Brooklyn is bound to take a little bit of a step back now that they've traded Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Leave the top six teams get in automatically, and then seven through ten play the play-in tournament. So you want to avoid that if the Knicks, you don't want to play extra games when it's the playoffs. That's what you don't want to do. Some local teams in action tonight. The Binghamton men's basketball team hosts NJIT tonight at 7. If you can't make it in person, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starting at 6.45 with Roger Neal. And the Binghamton women's team is on the road against NJIT tonight at 7. Pre-game starting on KISS 104.1 at 6.45 conference tournaments coming up for the Bearcats, both the men's and the women's, representing their only opportunity to make it to the big tournament in March. You know what I'm talking about. Some baseball news. Spring training games might be a little ugly this year, particularly during the first few weeks of the schedule. For Major League Baseball, that's a feature, not a bug. The Grapefruit and Cactus League games in Florida and Arizona will be used as a petri dish for many of the sport's new rule changes, including a pitch clock, bigger bases, and limits to infield shifts. The idea is that the worst kinks will be worked out before the regular season starts in late March. Though there's multiple rule changes, one stands above the rest. MLB's Morgan Sword called the pitch clock probably the biggest change that's been made to baseball in most of our lifetimes. Can't argue with that. Pitch clock used in minor league baseball for a couple of years now, so you've seen it with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, and you have to admit, those games move. Minor league baseball games on average 26 minutes shorter, thanks to the pitch clock. That should help Major League Baseball out a lot this year. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. This is James Kelly closing out the final hour of WNBF's First News. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. But up first, ABC News.